Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Storm Hunters podcast, whether you're watching live or recorded. Uh, this is our kind of semi-annual-ish uh, year-end show that we like to do, where we get everybody, or not everybody, but multiple uh, storm chasers and weather personalities together to talk about the year of weather and, and severe weather, and kind of look ahead to the next year as well. Uh, right now uh, on the call, we have uh, Ryan Krause and Chris Ratzlaff. Uh, who have been on the show before, and thanks for joining us tonight, guys. How's it going? Great. How are you? Great. Thanks for having us here. Yeah, always a, always a fun time on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have uh, we have a few different things to talk about tonight. We also I've assembled a few photos as well of your guys's that I want to uh, show eventually on the stream as well. Uh, that are very top-notch. But first of all, let's just start with a general uh, question that you guys can kind of talk about and discuss. What was your favorite personal chase of 2016? Location, event, what have you? How about it, Ryan? How about it? Uh, for me, probably July 31st. Uh, you, you can't really fight about getting 20 feet in front of a large tornado and, and catching three-plus no, tornadoes 45, in 45 minutes all right in your backyard. You know, you can't really can't compete with that. Hmm. Yeah, you, uh, you, you were pretty close to that one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't 100% on purpose, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the wide-angle shot you had... With filled with tornado, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you watch the video and you, we turn around because I'm driving the truck in, I'm like, wait a minute, I turn the and uh, it's like everyone in the vehicle is like, whoa, because it's like right there. Yeah. So we thought it was a good time to stop. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Uh, mine, I'm tossed between the Canada Canada Day storm around Bigford and the August seventeenth. Nice LP supercell um, around Carter. Both of those. We've had some great motherships in Alberta this year. Um, just great stuff. I think the Didbury, the Canada Day storm, popped it for me simply because of how many people saw that storm. Uh, there was a there was a rodeo, a Canada Day rodeo in Didbury, right as that storm was passing south of them. So there were so many people on the road. It was pretty crazy. And then the light show afterwards, like lightning the whole evening. Nice. So Ryan, did you? I can't remember off the top of my head. Did you go to the U.S. at all this year? This year, no, no. no. I, I Saskatchewan and Manitoba I chased them this year. Right. So how many chases did you end up going on this year between the two? Uh, probably over. I would say thirteen, fifteen. I actually got a lot more in. It was all early June, uh, like June 10th, I was in Boys of in Manitoba, and June 9th, we had something right before that. Like, a lot, lot of it was early, and the last two weeks of July was, like, nothing until the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of July, or or even in June, even, some a lot of that was often at night, too. Yeah, a lot of it went like like when we went to Poison, you know, it was it was like it was almost like Tilson. Everything was like after six PM, mm-hmm. um, eight PM was when everything started firing up kind of thing. So now Chris, I know you're uh part of the Storm Chase team the called the Prairie Storm Chasers. How was uh, the season for you guys as a whole? It was pretty 
good. I mean, the season was generally a little bit quieter than, than most, but I think the songs that we had were, were a lot more impressive overall on average. Um, we had about, I had, I had about 10, 10 songs myself. Um, Nevin caught a few up in Edmonton and Brayden, uh, Brayden and I kind of tag teamed, uh, down in, uh, down in around Calgary area. Uh, but yeah, no, overall, I think uh, I caught some of my favorite storms ever, which is always nice to have a, have a few new favorites in the, in the list. Nice. You had a storm here and I had a photo of it here somewhere, uh, near Calgary, I believe that was quite photogenic as I recall. I'm going to find the photo here and put it up. But I think it was on July, no, sorry, August 6th was the date. I don't know if you recall that one or not. Was that the... Uh, Near Didsbury, I think, is where it was marked. Uh, I might have tagged it near Didsbury. That, that looks like it's August. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, the storm that flew over Calgary. And got tornado warned as it uh, as it passed over the north edge of Calgary as it approached. Right, that was a that was a really unexpected storm. It was all overcast all day long. Uh, the conditions looked good in the morning, but as the overcast didn't burn away, nobody was really expecting much to happen. And then then uh, some moisture flowed in up underneath the uh, underneath the overcast, and this little storm fired up south of Calgary. They were watching it on radar. Nobody really, I didn't really expect to do much. Uh, I was having supper, sitting at the dinner table, and uh, watching that little that little cell on the radar get bigger and bigger, and then I zipped out and and uh, parked north of Calgary to watch it. Tough one to track, though, because it, uh, it was running parallel to the highway, but not, in any, not anywhere that was really easy to track without getting onto the, the, uh, the major highway, which is never fun. No, definitely not. Pain in the butt. Yeah, pain in the butt to storm chase on a major highway when you can't pull over anywhere. <laughs> so then, Ryan, what was the most uh, challenging chase of the year for you? Uh, challenging, challenging. Well, in a way, I find I, I, I all storms are you know challenging because they all have. They're they're all different in every single way. Um, it would be fun if they weren't. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Will, Willowbrook, in a way, was challenging because uh, that's when we had that crazy whale's mouth over us. When we had like we were almost hit. Like I just turned on my action cam that's on the outside of my vehicle, and like lightning almost hit us. And um, okay. it was all dirt road driving, and uh, a lot of times, you know, well, the Saskatchewan, so even a highway sometimes is dirt road driving. But right <laughs> too, but. Um, it, it was a little bit stressful because we couldn't get to where we want to get to because you know you're driving slower and and you you know you got to be more cautious and safer and plus you're driving in heavy rain so it even slows you down even more. So Willowbrook, even though it was really amazing, it was also kind of stressful because we couldn't be where we wanted to be. Um, Michael, my Vander Hoops, one of the guys I'll be like you know for sheer WX, I'll be going to states with um, this year. Uh, he, I believe that was the same storm he was on. Craig Bohm was on it as well. Uh, Michael actually got a tornado out of it. I think he was to the west of us a little bit, and he ended up actually catching, I don't know, I can't remember what it was, but there was one that did drop, and we, we couldn't get to it because 
you know, you're driving 40 down a, a mud road. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have Natani on the call here now. Hopefully. <laughs> Waiting to hear from him. Skype's been giving us problems tonight, which is usually what happens when you try and do can something. You hear me? Oh, oh, I think we can hear you, Natani. Can you see me? Uh, no. It looks like it's loading. <laughs> I'm using my stupid phone instead of a console, so I don't know. <laughs> well, at least we can hear you good. How are you? I'm alive. I'm well. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. <laughs> So we've had much like every. Hey, there you are. <laughs> we've had. Uh... You're sideways, but you're there. <laughs> we've wait, had. Wait, wait. Uh... There, there. there you go. <laughs> there you go. Freedom. <laughs> So we've had, uh, we've gone and kind of around and talked about uh, favorite storm chasers of the year so far. Uh, what was yours? Do you have one? Well, I got to say Dodge, Dodge City, Kansas was uh, my favorite U.S. chase, of course, being that we intercepted probably at least 12 tornadoes in one day, it felt like. But um, I think here in Saskatchewan, my favorite one was the Canada Day one. Um, that was really awesome. A chase down by uh, Craig Davidson um, Chamberlain, that kind of area. That's where I was. Okay. What was that's where you had that wild shelf called lightning, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Hmm. And then we also so, talked about uh, most challenging chase. Was there one that stands out to you as kind of the most challenging or maybe frustrating would be the better way to put it? Not really. I, 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 it wasn't that bad. Um, Challenging-wise, I suppose, is whether or not to go chase up with uh, Ryan over by uh, where he intercepted those tornadoes or not. That was sort of frustrating. But other <laughs> well, than that, first... I mean, I didn't really run into any uh, situation where I was stuck in the mud or spinning wheels or anything. It was... They had a pretty safe chase season this this time, from front to beginning to end. That's because <laughs> I wasn't driving. Yeah. <laughs> our, our first chase lot, uh, in 2015 in Colorado, I think when we were on that grid road for five minutes, <laughs> we got stuck. I was like, oh, it was right. so bad. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe that. It was like, oh. It's, it was like driving on water. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we were driving for probably 16 hours straight, right? We yeah. just got there. We we made it right in time for our initiation time and wall cloud active. right in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Yeah. So for anybody we've got a few viewers on Periscope right now. If you are watching on Periscope, you can comment with any questions or comments on there. If you're watching on Saskatchewanweather.ca, we have a comment thread that is down below the video player. Uh, you can also get a hold of us through, or on Twitter, I'm at, at Josh Zorn, or you can also tweet at WeatherSask. And uh, so looking ahead to next year, I know it's still a bit of a long off-season to go. Um, any, any new and exciting plans, I guess, for storm season next year, even though we're still a few months out, that you guys would like to share or discuss? 
I uh, I got a new Nikon 360 degree camera that I want to try out. Because <laughs> um, honestly, in some situations, I wish I had a camera pointed in every direction because I was right, right where I needed to be in the inflow notch with the mezzo on the left side and things spinning around and and I can't put the camera everywhere and it's like oh man this is so I got uh, I got one of these uh, yeah, I'll show it to you it's a, it's a I don't know oops that's like the key mission uh, 360 by Nikon anyways they're supposed to be good they're take supposed your, to be wireless you gotta take your hand off the camera we can't see oh my <laughs> <laughs> oh who's that more so. Oh, ah. Okay. So, anyways, I, I got that. I want to try out. Um, I, I've tried it under low lighting conditions, like at night, and it doesn't do very good. But uh, we'll see what happens when we put it under the mezzo and what kind of lighting, it, how it performs and stuff. Have you guys tried anything uh, strange with uh, different cameras like that? Uh, any comments on that? Yeah, we worked this year with a 360 fly camera actually for the first time, and I was actually pretty impressed with how it handled uh, low light. Um, it was quite. I actually I used it the most probably just for shooting lightning kind of at, at night and that type of thing, and I found that was uh, really neat because you could get in get in front of a storm or under a storm or whatever where there's lightning going on in different directions often as you get at night and. Uh, with a 360 cam, you don't have to worry about missing anything, and you just kind of go back through later and and find the best strikes. And that was that was kind of a, a fun uh, thing to do this year. Right on. So I'm dressed up like Raiden. If anybody doesn't know what that is about, <laughs> why, why are you dressed up? It's December 29th. <clears throat> Yeah, well, that's me. I'm a cosplayer, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, I also go along by uh, online as Raiden anyways, right? Mm. When I'm chasing. I think, isn't your... His, his, his live stream yeah. name. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, right <laughs> oh, might as well look the bit. Mm -hmm. He's got a figure in his car, too. have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, you guys know I do cosplay for uh, charity things. like So I dress up as Darth Maul and show up at kids uh, like... Uh, for benefits for cancer and you know uh, ADD and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know it was for charity. That's cool. So we we do that. So eh, it's nothing wrong with a little bit of fun. Hey, Braden. I hey. see you now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we're just talking about uh, plans for spring. Have you got anything planned? I think heading back down to the states with the the tours again. Nice. Any particular uh, company you had in mind? Uh, ETT. Still with ETT. So that'll be your second tour then? That'll be my fourth. Fourth, nice. So how many weeks yeah. at a time do you do that? Uh, we usually do two months. So it's two months. That we'll get like one tour off where we can just rest and do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but usually two months on the road. What's laundry? <laughs> Two months. That'd be awesome. That'd be a, a very good fix. For yeah, four it's, years, a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Sorry? For four years, yeah. <laughs> nice. 
So, Braden, we were talking about uh, favorite storms of the year, and I was showing a few a few photos on the stream as well. I have a couple here from you, a couple that are labeled uh, Cochrane, Alberta. Um, do you <laughs> recall any of these? Uh, for Cochrane, not for this year. Maybe later in the season we had we had some nice little um, LPs, but I'd have to say my favorite was Beddington, Kansas. Um, and for Canada, the Canada Day one. Yeah, that Bennington, Kansas, is that the one that went on to, uh, uh, went west and almost hit Chatham and Solomon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was an awesome, awesome. Wow, was that was a crazy. big tornado. I remember yeah. that. It was huge. Yeah, probably the craziest tornado I've ever chased, for sure. <laughs> Were you with the tour vans that day then, I guess? Yeah, yeah. So what was it like in, it in, in the van? It was interesting. <laughs> it's like driving a sailboat into into a hundred mile per hour wind. <laughs> <laughs> sailboat built like a brick. Nice. So uh, it doesn't handle um, mud roads too good, or is it okay? It's not. It's not too bad. It, it's surprising with the, with the weight of the people actually helps it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that. Um, that yeah. Yeah. So the bigger, the better. <laughs> yeah, actually, the the more people, the more people, the better. <laughs> right on. Uh, we've got uh, Shannon on the comment thread saying, "Hey guys, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you, Shannon. Hey, Thanks Shannon. for joining us. Hey, Shannon. Shannon. Uh, the other thing we can talk about, um, I know some of you uh, attended this, of course, would be uh, ChaserCon Canada in Edmonton this year, had its second year. Um, how was that? Uh, I ask you guys because I really can't comment on it because I wasn't there. But uh, give us a little bit of a recap on, on how year two of that was. That was pretty it awesome. It was good. <laughs> it was uh, like we, we doubled our attendance over the previous year. And. I think having it in the uh, having it in the science center really, really topped off the, uh, the quality of the location much better than than the one that we had in Regina. That place upstairs when we all sat up there, that place was wild. I can't remember what it was called, but you know that the sky thing, that was definitely definitely a cool thing. Oh, oh when huge. we did the uh, when we did the slideshow. Yeah, the night before. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that, that was, was pretty cool. Awesome. That was so awesome. The night before, the night before ChaserCon, we got to have our our storm porn evening in the planetarium, <laughs> and uh, that was pretty fun. Everyone got to tell their stories. Reed was in, Reed was in there, and Sean were in there with a, with a few of their own stories as well. Um, David Spence, Kelsey McEwen both showed up from GTG Calgary. Uh, it was a great time. So, any plans for next year yet? Uh, nothing, nothing finalized yet. Um, put together a few people to, to help plan and organize, and uh, then we'll start picking locations. Start talking to uh, talking to the community and figure out where where we go next year. Mm -hmm. It'll be the same time frame, first weekend of October, likely. Yeah, I think that that actually works quite well, I would say, overall for most people. Yeah, it doesn't conflict with a lot, does it? <laughs> Not much. It comes really close up against uh, Thanksgiving. 
uh, we don't want to conflict with the U.S. Chiefs Um and they've got a pretty good window of time in in uh, late winter. Uh, but we also want to stay away from blizzards, even. You mean Saskatchewan? <laughs> yeah, the first week of October is uh, known for a little bit of winter sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a tough one. You don't want to get too close to uh, too close to storm season, and we kind of want to give Mark Robinson a chance to join to attend, and we got to avoid uh, hurricanes season and for as well. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, touch and go. Yeah, uh, I mean, we almost lost him this year again too. It was getting close. Yeah. With some of the hurricane, hurricane situations that were looking like they could develop. So, if you guys, so, have any... uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, go right. What about ahead. The, the business with Claire Martin and Environment Canada, and trying to get everybody more involved with social media and Environment Canada now? Is um, they're trying, if I re- recall correctly. They're trying to engage uh, us chasers a little bit more, mm-hmm. is using our reports as as a citizen science collective um, intelligence gathering. Is if I understand that correctly, is that what you got C- out of the gist out of it? C- citizen meteorologists, I think, is what yeah. you call us. Yeah. Although that uh, that term created a little bit of controversy around, among the other me- the actual meteorologists. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Citizen meteorologists, but uh, well, we didn't. But no, it was pretty awesome to have Environment Canada and and be able to present um, without having to be undercover. I think that was a that was pretty cool. Having Definitely, I want to follow them on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook as well, right? Mm-hmm. So if everybody, anybody who's listening, uh, look up Environment Canada and add them to your list of people to watch. Watch their tweets and uh, see what see what happens. I want to see where this goes. I want to make this work and uh, and in, try to gain their trust a bit more in in the people that are out there making reports. Mm-hmm. And yeah. of course, it's 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 hard, right? I mean, there are hundreds of people out there, and and they all need training and and all garnering and harvesting that trust is a hard thing to do. But uh, we got to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, funny well, when I, oh yeah, uh, when I'm at trade shows, uh, like I, I've, I've created a new business card, and on my back it tells you the phone number for Fire Fiber Canada, how to, you know, what to reply, what to post on social media, the SK storm, the MB storm, the AB storm, that kind of thing, just so common people or you know citizens that you know or say farming or whatever can actually actually know how to properly. Um, contact them because a lot of the people I talk to like say if I'm out of trade still selling my photos or whatever they've like no clue what they're supposed to do and and the ones that have Twitter will just be like storm and, that, and they'll post a picture you know? and, and then they'll be like tornado but it's just like shelf cloud that's probably the most common thing and I actually lied a lot of people like oh let me show you a tornado and they're showing me their cell phone I'm like that's the rain shaft <laughs> you know and that's a hail cloud or you know and just on and on where it was actually you know not not that I'm like, you know, telling them that I'm a part of Canada or that, or even I'm a meteorologist, but I was like, you know, trying to give them, like Natani said, just a little bit of advice so they're not, they're a little more aware, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, hopefully we'll have more Canworn training classes and, and try to get the word on the street that these are happening more frequently. <laughs> and maybe uh, we'll have better trained people out there. Or people who whether or not that in Alberta. <laughs> yeah, I hear about that. You guys, you guys need to uh, bug those guys out there. <laughs> we have been. It sounds like we're going to get one in Alberta, but you guys have had almost two every year. Um, pretty, pretty close. But, uh, but yeah, no, it sounds like there's, there's a good chance for one this year. Good. So with it being uh, the end of the year and everything, um, looking back on this year and looking ahead to next year, you guys have any uh, storm chasing or photography resolutions of sorts that you were looking to uh, put into practice next year? Get a new camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm very happy with my setup right now. Pretty happy. Um, I, I really, really need a new tripod really bad because I got a full frame, frame camera. It's way too heavy, and the head on it falls off, and uh, I accidentally drove over one leg of it, too, so it's bent. So, yeah, uh, kind of need a new tripod. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, things happen, you know. You get it so excited. It's, oh, <laughs> you forget. If, if Things. If Craig Bob's watching, he's got like 17, so just... <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's one thing I kind of need to save up for for spring. Um, I still want to shoot some of Northern Lights, uh, you know, on a, on a lake, you know, reflecting off of a frozen mm -hmm. lake somewhere. But, you know, we're in Regina, so what have Slew. I got? Waskana Lake, okay. <laughs> Last Mountain Lake's not very big, so I can't really use much of a reflecting uh, surface of that. And there's been a lot of snow lately, so a yeah. lot of lakes are covered with snow. So, yeah, yeah maybe uh, I guess next fall will be my uh, opportunity to try that. Uh, first, you know how it gets really super cold, kind of like how it did here, and then it snowed. So we need to capitalize. I need to capitalize on that, on getting out there before it snows, but after the super cold part, because it. I've seen some really nice pictures of people out in the mountains doing that same kind of thing, and I want to do that. And we're not even close to any mountain. The last mountain lake is not a mountain at all. So <laughs> I got to go north, I think. I think I've got to go to Larange or PA district or something. That's only eight hours for you at the bound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, God knows who could be overcast by the time I get there. And <laughs> Yeah. I hear there's a little bit of uh, Aurora Hunter convergence at certain lakes anyways, so. <sighs> uh, yeah, Aurora Tourist. Yeah. In Minnewonka. That's a bit of a crazy, crazy place. Everybody in so Banff is It's probably worse than storm chasing convergence, eh? <laughs> oh, man. And they've all got headlights, so you're trying to watch the night sky and everyone's got their headlights on. But uh, definitely be hitting the books, that's for sure. Hitting the books again. And, you know, I know experience, uh, Mr. Braden Morrisell is probably getting a lot of that down there. But uh, for, for us city boys who don't get out that much, uh, books is my guide, unfortunately. So you got to do the best we can. And uh, always go to Canwarn. And there's always something new to learn that you missed last time. And even the experienced uh, seasoned veterans can learn something from 
from them as well. Um, they have got access to statistics that we don't, and it's always um, I find it very useful to to hear from uh, from uh, from John Paul Craig about where the storms are, uh, where they're happening, and what the trends are over the years, things like that. I find it really useful to go to those. Um, uh, I wish I could get Dallas Hicks to put on another severe weather uh, uh, force out here again, but uh, I hope you're listening, Dallas, because you put on one kick butt force um, down here in Regina. He's put on a couple of severe weather courses at the uh, at the airport, uh, and they've been really, really good. He put a lot of work into it, so if, if he's listening, I hope he can put one on again. Uh, even for the experienced guys, uh, he, He's got some meteorology background that everyone can use. Um, I've heard great reviews of his courses. So what are you guys doing this uh, the rest of the winter until spring? Nothing. Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how you do it, Avery. You sleep all winter and <laughs> all winter in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> At least solstice is over. Finally. <laughs> Days are getting it only goes up from here. <laughs> exactly. Every day is a little bit warmer, a little bit more sunshine, a little bit closer to convective. Uh, Natani, you had a photo here that I had saved uh, that I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, that sort of went uh, viral, if you want to call it that, on uh, this year on July 1st near Chamberlain uh, with a beautiful... Oh, yeah. uh, Mothership mm -hmm. structure and uh, CG lightning strike. Do you want to talk about uh, that a little bit? That was an awesome chase. Uh, it was really good. I heard about the tornado warnings coming, and uh, I zoomed out of Regina as fast as I could, uh, abiding by the speed limits, of course. And uh, so, yeah, I met up with a couple of, uh, of chasers down by Crake, uh, east of Crake, or no, uh, sorry, west of Crake or Davidson. I can't remember. But anyways, that's where the storm started to come, and there was a nice isolated uh, cell growing, and it was going to put down, but then it got cut off. And I ended up chasing that for a couple of hours. Uh, wow, it, <laughs> it really geared up a couple of times. And then that storm split into two. One went southwest and one went southeast. And uh, to the southwest, I saw there was a blue sky behind it. I thought, ah, good, this storm's got a healthy healthy, clean, dry air, we're going to go after this one. So I went that way and uh, followed it from Aylesbury. I took back roads everywhere, places I've never been before, and it was pretty awesome, good uh, good terrain and stuff. So I set up on top of this hill, and I started taking time lapse and uh, was watching this storm, and on the right-hand side, there was a uh, tail-end vortice. almost looked like it was touching the ground to me. It looked, it looked like it was touching the ground. It was spinning pretty good, but it... You know, it was it was a tail end vorsey and don't know. You know, you can't really tell for sure. It was too far away. But um, while I was doing that, uh, lightning was cracking all around me, up, down, everywhere. And I, I just, I didn't know I captured that shot with the lightning until I got home and I looked at it and I, I my jaw dropped and I went, oh my god! <laughs> two plates of that that cumulonimbus cloud. It was just deadly. It was awesome it's like yes <laughs> it was a dream come true kind of picture man yeah i always see it from everyone else you know from the states or you know 
Um, <laughs> Craig Hiltz probably has two or three of them, but it's like, yeah, I got one for me. This is awesome. <laughs> and right in Saskatchewan, nice. nonetheless. Eh? Yeah, exactly. And on Canada Day. Like, Saskatchewan, awesome. Saskatchewan was really good. This, the, even if the storms worked a lot, if there was a lot of storms, every storm I was on was so crazy photogenic. <laughs> it's like, like you said, the, the Willowbrook, um, July 2nd, the next day when I was in Pontex, and I had a similar shelf cloud, but I didn't, I didn't get the lightning shot. And then um, August 3rd, at, well, then there's uh, July 31st, you know, the, uh, the tornado day. And then the August 3rd, I uh, actually had CTV with me. And um, just crazy, crazy structure. Like, there's, so, I have like so many amazing storm photos this year. I'm like, someone, you know, if I do my yearly calendar. I was like, I could have made like four calendars <laughs> just from yeah. Saskatchewan alone. Like, how, how often does that happen? Yeah, I've got a photo up right now uh, from July 31st that you took probably at the end of the chase day, I guess, in York, Yorkton. Uh, the the Mammatus Clouds. Yes, when I look at that photo, I just, without looking at where it is, I think it's almost somewhere, you know, oh, that's got to be a storm in Tornado Alley or something. But no, it was in Yorkton. <laughs> Yorkton. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing with that, the uh, the waitress kind of mentioned to us, cause we were eating a Mr. We were getting steak supper, and uh, there's Katie, uh, there's Craig Boehm, and... Um, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Craig had his wife, and, and anyway, so the ca waitress is kind of telling us about the sky. So I kind of went out and I looked, and I came out. I'm like, Craig, you got to take, you know, let's go take. And we both grabbed her camera. We left, and the waitress seen us like running away, and she ran after us because she thought we were dashing and dining. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, no, we're just in the parking lot shooting pictures of the sky. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> I love time lapsing those. Those are awesome to watch. If you ever time lapse the Mattis Claus, there's so. I never even thought of that. Yeah, I you guess ever time lapsing those are so cool. Are they like bubbling? Is that? Yeah, they actually bubble, and you can see the light and the shadows shifting, and it's so cool. It is, it's, it's wicked. <laughs> we we did that after that uh, tornado outbreak in um, Kansas. We we stopped in uh, Dodge City at uh, eat steak, of course, and. Uh, while everybody went in, I stayed outside. I set up my my camera and made a time lapse of the Mammatus here. It was just outstanding. It was like sweet. It was nice. awesome, man. 